0: Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. But how many of us, when the scripture says pray without ceasing, mm. how many of us pray without ceasing? Yeah, that's right. For an Orthodox Jewish person, everything is to be saturated in the Word of God in prayer and they have God on their mind all the time.
1: Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Welcome back to Foundations, where we're continuing to work our way through Shema, a command given by God in the Old Testament, and then reinforced by Jesus, of course, in the New Testament. And today we're learning about another element of Shema, which is the soul. But before we kick in, Mandy, I'm mm-hmm. going to have another go. I've been practicing, yes, good so I'm man. going to have another go to sing how I can sound Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll uh, I'll have a bash at uh, Shema again. So it Come goes on. like this, Shema Israel, Adonai Elo in who? Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malkuto Leolam Vaid. Close. Maybe sixty per cent now.
0: <laughs> Maybe Shma Israel Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kevod Malkuto Leolam Vaid. No,
1: so good. You were pretty, so good. You were
0: pretty close. You've been practicing
1: a lot longer than me, so I that's, have actually that's a been good, good excuse. I have, I have. And
0: of course, that means, here, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart And with all your soul and with all your might You can find that in Deuteronomy 6, 4-9 to 9. And of course the scribe approached Jesus one day In Matthew 22, 37-40 And he's asked him what's the greatest commandment And this was Jesus' response You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart With all your soul, with all your mind This is the greatest and first commandment And the second is like it You shall love your neighbour as yourself On these two commandments Depend all the law and the prophets. So, we've been learning about Shema, which means to obey, mm-hmm. not just to hear an audible noise, but to obey and to love God, um, that He is one God, that He is multi dimensional, of course. He is God alone, He is unified, He is unique, He is same, He is single, He is all of that encompassed. Mm. Um, and when we love God, it's a command. It's not necessarily just an emotion that we feel that then inspires us to go and be obedient. No, we're supposed to obey him first, do the action, be yeah. obedient. Out of all of that comes the emotion of love that we, mm. that we long for, that we crave. But there was, a, um, there was actually a verse that I meant to mention yesterday because it's a really good, it's another New Testament uh, example of what Shmar actually means when, with the command to love in particular. And that is from Luke 6, 27. And it's actually where Jesus commanded that we are to love our enemies and do good for those who persecute us. Now, we read those kind of words and we go, oh, that's very nice. And we go on to the next passage mm. and the rest of it. But if you were to actually to love your enemies and do good for them and bless them, that is not an easy Task. No. There would be no warm, gushy feelings. I could guarantee. <laughs> yeah, it. that's right. You wouldn't feel enamored of doing that. Mm. But to love your enemies is an action. Yeah. Which means you can obediently do something to love and bless your enemies. And it's confounding to them. Actually, if you want to see some really good modern examples of of that is that in the recent um, bombings uh, for the lead up to Easter last year in Egypt where um, uh, radical Muslims blew up some Egyptian churches, murdered a lot of people, and the families left behind on television said we love our enemies, we forgive them, we would love to sit and have a meal with them and to show them that we are not their enemies. And the Muslim television commentator was had his mind blown. Mm. I remember watching and reading the the subtitles where he was saying, I can't believe these people. That is not normal. And then he said something interesting. He said, these people are of a different substance. Wow. Now, and that's true. Mm. What is that substance? It's the spirit of Christ who lives in, indwells these believers. How else could you love your enemies Mm. after they had slaughtered your family members? That's not humanly possible. Mm. That comes from the spirit of God. And that's what it means. And so I, I meant to mention that one yesterday. So we've looked at all of these particular elements and we're going to look at what Shma means when it's talking about with all your soul. That's today and tomorrow. So our, in our in our own culture, we often kind of confuse or mingle together um love and soul or heart and soul. We put them together, yeah, yeah. you know, I love you with all my heart and soul. They're kind of the same thing. And, and they sort of kind of are. Um But it's always still very... Emotion saturated. I, I want to just say there's nothing wrong with having emotions. God has created us to have emotions, but we are not to live our lives ruled by our mm. emotions yeah. because our emotions are flippant and they're fickle and they change. I was going to say day by day, but they can change moment by moment. <laughs> yeah, and if right. that's what guides us, we're in trouble. Mm. So, uh, so, but this is this kind of mindset's a bit opposite, um, to what God is saying. You know, when God says that we are to love Him with all of our soul, we 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 we're learning already. It's about obedience. So
1: then, how do Orthodox and religious Jews apply this kind of to, obedience? Obedience, you're talking about sort of, I guess, the the action just based purely on I've been told to do this. I'm going to do it. How how is that applied from uh, from an Orthodox and a, and a Jewish? perspective.
0: Yeah, well, with this, um, the mindset of uh, all-encompassing, we, we mentioned yesterday about love is like for everything within your whole inner self. The soul is also your whole life. For an Orthodox or a religious Jew, that means that every single thing they do, no matter how mundane or ordinary it is, is done for God. Like for example, if you are an Orthodox Jew in the morning, when you rise up, you rise up for God. You prepare yourself uh, for the day, you do that for God. You spend time in His Word for Him. You travel to your job for Him. You do your job for Him when you interact with other people. You're doing so for Him when you come home. You do it all for Him when you sleep. You're sleeping for Him. You commit that time to Him and then you get up the next day and you do it all again for Him. See, in an, in an Orthodox Jewish person's life, they have a prayer for waking up, prayers for receiving food, prayers for receiving drink, prayers for bathing. Uh, prayers for putting on the, the tzitzit garment underneath, prayers for putting on a prayer shawl, prayers for putting on the phylacteries. Um, verses are recited before entering the synagogue, morning blessings, evening blessings. their prayers and blessings for just about everything for an mm. Orthodox Jew. Now, we would turn around and go, well, that's just being religious. We could say that. But how many of us, when the scripture says pray without ceasing, mm. how many of us pray without ceasing? Yeah, that's right. For an Orthodox Jewish person, everything is to be saturated in the word of God in prayer, and they have God on their mind all the time. So we could we could be cynical and say they're just being religious, or we could say they're actually living mm. and breathing shema. Yeah. In every They're actually day. O-
1: obeying the command. They're obeying
0: they? the command. Now, is it true that you can become very um, habitual in that, where it just becomes a habit, mm. where you just do it because that's what you do? Yeah, but then mm. that could be the same for anybody, not yeah. just a Jewish person, but any Gentile in anything that they do. Yeah. But not a the, bad habit
1: to form I guess so no, is. Bad ha-
0: no it's not it, what it, it, It's putting God at the It's the whole inner life mm. Which is what Shema is supposed to be yeah. So in in that Now do we have to then suddenly have a prayer For every tiny little nuance of our life We get up, we sit down We go to the bathroom, we go to the car We turn the ignition on, we open the front door Do we have to have a prayer for all of those things No, no we don't, that's not the point here The point is, is to have God as the central focus of our everyday lives so that he is at the forefront, so that everything we do, everything we say, everywhere we go, every decision we make is based on loving him and obeying him and keeping him number one Mm. on our list of priorities in everything we do.
1: Yeah. Well, we're continuing to explore this concept of Shema and understanding what it means to have it, I guess, permeating our whole life. On the next program, we're going to look some more at what it means, particularly where we're told to love the Lord with all our soul and also with all our might. That's next on Foundations.